Okay, let's start our discussion of Parshas Vo'eschanon, Tavshin Ayin Hey, and we start off with a drash of an Al Shechakadish, one of the greats from Tzfat in the 1600s, says the Al Shech on a pasuk that we all know in Perak Dalid, pasuk Lametes, in his jam-packed Parsha of Vo'eschanon, so many mitzvahs, the Aseret Sadibris, time number two. Avas Hashem, Yiras Hashem, a lot happening in this week's parsha. But we have also the pasuk we say in Aleinu, Perak Dalit pasuk Lametes, Viadata Hayom Ashivos Elavavecha, you shall know today and return to your heart, Ki Hashem Hu Elokim Bashemay Mimal Vialharas Mitachas Ein Od, that Hashem is your God in the heavens, on earth Ein Od, there was no one like Him. So the Al Shech has a drasha, Al Shech has a drush. Source number one in the Mayana Shel Torah, Imroam Anu Ba'olam if we look in Olam Hazem, we see someone who was so successful in everything, and everything works out for them. And we see the other person, the next person over, is a Sadik Varalo. There's difficulty, he has issues. So why is that? Ainzah says the Al Shalom, we should think that there's any difference mitzad the giver. Any difference beside the capital G giver? There's a change in the giver. There's nothing different That's the other another mitzvah in this week's parsha. Hashem Echad. Hashem is one. One of the six mitzvahs Timidios. That the Sefer Achinach records in the beginning of a Sefer. Hashem is unique. Hashem is unchanging. That's also part of our Emuna. And even though people receive different portions, so to speak, from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Shinui is only Mitzah, those, the acceptors, not the givers. Mishu Raui, Whoever is rowy and fitting to get goodness, Hashem decides that this is good. This person is deserving of goodness, so he'll get it. Someone who Hakadosh Baruch Hu has a different plan for, so Hakadosh Baruch Hu gives them a different package. But it's all the difference beside the acceptors, not beside the givers. What's a riot to this? How do we know? Where do we see such a thing that the Giver could be the the same one unit and one being, and the acceptors are so different. Rayim of Hekas Lakach says the Al Sheikh is the sun. The Shemesh, the sun, is only a servant of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, one of the creations. The sun beats down on the whole world. Beats down. The sun doesn't move. Everything's around the sun. Or the sun moves a little bit. And yet we see, depending on the differences in the Makablim, there's such different results that occur to all the items that are are uh, receiving the sun's sunlight and heat and warmth. Just at the same time as it weakens certain uh, 
elements and identities. It whitens other garments and elements. At the same time that sometimes the sun could harden certain materials, it could soften and melt other materials. Nobody would ever think in their right mind. The sun is different. Something happens to the sun. It's different when it it uh, shines onto wax and it shines onto salt. There's a difference between in the sun on what uh, when it shines on different materials. Of course not. Right? The difference is in the wax. The difference is in the materials. The difference is in the garments. The difference is in the colors. No difference beside the sun. Says the Alshech, that's the drash of this Pasik. The Adata Hayom. You shall know through realizing and thinking about the day. What's the day? The sun rises, the sun sets, and everything that the sun does, and all the effects that the sun has on the world around it. The Adata Hayom. Look and know the day. And through that, you shall take the message then to your heart. Ki Hashem Hu HaElokim. The Hashem, the Yudke Vavke, the Melech of Rachamim, Hu HaElokim, is also the same Hashem, the same God, Midas Hadin. Hashem Hu HaElokim. If He raises people up, if He pushes people down, Ein Od, there is nothing else. There's just the, there's just HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That is how you read uh, into a pasuk. Now he says it now on line seventeen. When you look around at the sun, even though it shines uh, for all equally, the difference is the mikablim. And realize this. You think about this, you realize Kiashemu Elokim, Bashamay Mimal, Vialas Bitachas, Kurishparhu is all the same, the Midasarachmid Sadim, one source. Okay, that gets us going tonight with the Alshak. By the way, yes, last week I uh, I misspoke in terms of the uh, I just said Derek Agav, the story of of uh Aishas Manoach and Manoach and who said what to who. So I got a number of uh, emails about that, yes, in terms of who the Malach spoke to and who convinced the other one. Uh, just to uh, correct that. Okay. Let's continue now with the beginning of the Parsha. Back to the first word. The first word of our Shabbos, Nachamu, Paragimel, Pasach of Gimel, Vo'eschanan el Hashem, Vo'es hahi lemar. I was mitchanein. I begged, says Moshe. Remember, Moshe is giving his longest monologue that he gave in his entire life from the beginning of Dvarim all the way, and he keeps going through the entire Sefer. So, Vo'eschanan el Hashem, so here he says, I davened. I daven to Hashem. What did he daven for? So obviously he's davening because he wanted to go into Eretz Yisrael. Hashem alokim atachi lo salaros as avdecha. As yad gadvcha. You started to show your servant your greatness as gadvcha, as gadcha chazaka. Hashem yad Hashem v'aretz. There's nobody like you. Hashem yasech ma'asev chigburasecha. Nobody is like you. So you started to show me. So please continue. Continue to show me and let me go in. Says Rashi. Bo eis hahi. Why Dafka at that moment did Hashem did Moshe Davin? For as Khanan al Hashem Ba Isa at that moment. Which moment? Says Rashi. La Akhar Shekavashti Eretzichon Vaog, after I conquered the lands of Sichon and Og, Dimisi, I thought, Shemahutara Nadar, 
Maybe the neder became hutar. Maybe the neder lapsed. Maybe Hashem did hatara on my neder and I will be able to, to go in. Remember before, before anything happened, so he wouldn't have thought, but now that he already started the process, so maybe he thought hutar on neder. So the pastures of this Pasik and Rashi expanding on it is that Moshe thought that because the process of kibush has started in Eber Hayardain, so so too maybe uh, I could finish the job. Maybe Akadosh Baruch Hu is letting me uh, in. So that is the Pashtus. Says the Shemanatov in Chelek Hay, quoting this Rashi, to keep in Eber Hayardain Yeshlo Din Eretz Yisrael Akam Right, expanding on this Rashi, since we know Eber Hayardain has the Din of Eretz Yisrael regarding certain halachos. Reuben and God, they got nachal of it at Eber Yardin, but they were in the chosen land for certain halachos, right? It was fascinating. We pointed out a couple weeks ago, the Beno Slavchad, who were Mechabavos Haaretz, their portion was in Eber Yardin, right? Only two of the eight families of Menashe, uh, received portion on, on the east side of the Jordan, right? We say Chati Sheva Menashe, but it's not really half. It's about a quarter, but that was the family of Tzlavchad, Beno Tzlavchad, received there. So even since Eber Yardin has a dinner very disrobed for certain items, halachas, so Moshe Rabbeinu thought, if it's a nether, that mixas was hutar, so he thought that it was all it was all hutar. Asked the Sifsechachamim on the Rashi, boy, a minute, if Moshe thought it was hutar, then what's he davening for? It was hutar. So you don't have to daven for anything. What do you have to daven for? So the Sifzachavim says maybe he thought it was a certain type of, of nether beforehand and now just got one notch down. But the Shem is a different shot. A different shot to this idea of why Dafka Moshe Rabbeinu davened at this moment in time after the kibush of Sichon Va'og took place. Why did Dafka Moshe daven now? So Va'ulai on line 8. As follows. The Gemara tells us in the end of the first parakel, Why did Moshe want so much? Why was he begging? Why did he want so much to go into Eretz Yisrael? Did he want to eat from the delicious fruits? Or to be satiated from the goodness of Eretz Yisrael? No way. Ella Amar, what did Moshe Rabbeinu say? As we know, famous lines. Harbe mitzvahs, nizavu Yisrael. B'nai Yisrael have so many mitzvahs in Eretz Yisrael. Ve'in mekaimim, ala b'Eretz Yisrael. And I, I won't be able to fulfill them. Ekoneis kadeshi yiskaimu al yadi. I want to go to be able to fulfill all the mitzvahs, atulias ba'aretz, which you can't do in chutz la'aretz. Even in Eber Yardin, you can't do fully. So therefore, what's the message? Says the Shem the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu, it was decreed that he couldn't go into Eretz Yisrael. What was the chait? So we discussed that a few weeks ago in Parshas Chukas. What exactly was the chait of Meimariva? But we definitely know it had some element of Chilo Hashem. Whatever the pshat is. But the Pasuk says there was a Kiddush Hashem that did not happen. So you know what Moshe Rabbeinu thought? If he caused directly, indirectly with his actions, Achil Hashem earlier, so Moshe says, but one second, through the kibush of Sichon and Og, we just had a tremendous Kiddush Hashem. We know the story in Brachas, what happened to Og, he lifted up Moshe, and the mountain went on 
went on his, uh, went, who was holding it over his head, and then the, the ants ate through it and went on Og's neck. Unbelievable uh, stories. Kiddush Hashem. They were these tremendous armies and nations. The Kivan the Kavah Sichon Vaog Ula Achar Shepasach Bahem B'Shalom. And Moshe even sent them letters of peace. Vein Baal Yisrael Venasi Yeshua Hashem. And they attacked us. And then we had tremendous salvations. Havi Bazek Kiddush Hashem. And number one, there was a tremendous Kiddush Hashem that Moshe Rabbeinu has already accomplished. And number two, Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to go into Eretz Yisrael. Not for physical enjoyment, but to create a Kiddush Hashem again. Why? L'kayim mitzvah zatvliyaz ba'aretz. Fadeh zayyelo hizdamnos. Another time where people see an uh, uplifted, sanctified nation living in a sanctified land. What greater way to be misakain the chait of Meimariva? Shouldn't it be that a Kiddush Hashem balances out the chil Hashem? But the answer is, and that's why Moshe Rabbeinu Davka Davin now. But the answer was no. The answer is, the worlds of Kiddush Hashem and Chil Hashem are beyond human comprehension. And we don't just say tit for tat. We don't just say, oh, do a Kiddush Hashem. Maybe you can try to do a Kiddush Hashem to fix, but it's not really fixing. Chil Hashem is its own idea, and Kiddush Hashem is its own idea. We can't compare. And that's why even the great Moshe Rabbeinu was not able to succeed in getting his tfilos, and tfilos answered. Unbelievable Kiddush Hashem would have resulted. The Archaim HaKadosh points out and others that if Moshe Rabbeinu had gone into Eretz Yisrael and would have built the base of Mikdash, it would have been forever. And many Yisrael would never have sinned. They wouldn't have gone into Golis, etc. What could be better than that? <coughs> the answer is, when it comes to Chil Hashem and Kiddush Hashem, we don't make the Cheshbonos. And therefore, Moshe Davind, but it was not listened to. And this is echoed in the Rambam. The Rambam says in Ilchas Shuva, when he talks about the different hierarchy of Averos, as we know, the Rambam says different types of Averos require different tikkunim. Perek Beis Halachadalot. Even though Tshuva atones for everything. And even Yom Kippur adds to that. Some Averos could be atoned for at the moment. And some one needs to wait. For example, If somebody violates a mitzvah, somebody doesn't put tefillin on one day. Somebody doesn't fulfill a mitzvah, mitzvah zaseh, which only has a mitzvah ase uh, related to it, not a lo zaseh. Sometimes there are packages. Hashavah saveda, makesh, iluach hakan. Right, there are asseis and lo zaseis. But when somebody has a pure mitzvah zaseh that one does not fulfill, and if he does tshuva, he knows that's misham, hashamoch Right away, there's mechila. If he does really heartfelt and real tshuva, mechila right away. Hashem will heal our waywardness. But if I violate a low say, that's Chayiv Malkus, no Kariz Omis is Bezdin, Tshuva Tolov, Yom Kippur Mechaper. Yom Kippur can take the place of Malkus. Krisos Mises Bezdin also Tshuva, Tshuva and Yom Kippur are held in abeyance. V'Yisurin, Abolam, Gomen Lo Kapara. And Yisurin, this world, next world, Finish the kapara. So that's Krisus and Misas Bezdin. Ula Ola Mimis Kapalo Kapara Gamura Shiavo Allah Yisurin. And if somebody violates in Isar Kares or Misas Bezdin, there has to be Yisurin on that. If one doesn't, even if one does Shuva, the Rambam discusses, maybe in this world, maybe in the next world. But then the Rambam says, 
scary words. When do all of these rules apply if there was no Chil Hashem involved at the moment that we violated? What is a Chil Hashem? Again, it means some way that God's name is desecrated. Some way that people look at me and say, Oi, what a terrible thing it is to be an observant Jew. Yeah, what, 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 what kind of uh, leaders do they expect to be with that type of behavior. Remember, halal means emptiness. We empty this spot in the world from godliness. A halal is empty from Kedushas Kahuna. Halal is outer space. Halal means empty. So, all these rules apply if there was no Chil Hashem. Aval Hashem. But if somebody is Mechalel, disgraces, defiles the name of Hashem, Afapisha Asa Tshuva, Vihigia Yom HaKippurim, Vihu Omeid B'Tshuva So, Tshuva Yom Kippur, and he's still Omeid B'Tshuva, Ubaol Av Yisurin, Ein Mishapar Lo Kapara Gemura Atshayamus. Full Kapara cannot be had in this world. El Atshuva, Vihom HaKippurim, Vihisurin, Shlashtam Tolin, that's that's the only way that we could get complete atonement for the Chil Hashem that was caused. Again, the Rambam does not say do a Kiddush Hashem. Moshe Rabbeinu tried according to the Shem Anatov, but it was not meant to be for him to go in. Okay, moving right along. So Moshe Rabbeinu's tefillah is not accepted. What does Hashem answer to Moshe? Moshe continues in Davins, Pasik Chafei, Ebrona the Eretz Aretz Atova, let me see the good land that Sherb Eber Hayardain, Hahara Tova Zebalvanon, which means the other. Here, Eber Hayardain means the west side. Let me see the Eber Hayardain, Hahara Tov, this beautiful mountain, which Rashi says is Yerushalayim, Vahalavanon, that's the Beis Migdash, Vayis Aber Hashem Vilamanchem. Hashem got angry at me. He did not listen to me. Hashem says, Enough. Don't speak to me about this again. About this thing. Sounds like Moshe Rabbeinu hears from Hashem about something specific. You might just say this means about this topic. Right? Don't talk to me about going into Eretz Yisrael again. It's a finished. It's finished. I don't want to hear about it again. It's like a parent who the, the child keeps bugging him and bugging him, and I find it enough already. Don't ask me again. My decision is final. That's what it sounds like. The passage is that Akash Baruch Hu was expressing to Moshe. Ravlach altosef daber elai od badavar hazeh. Says the Vilna Gon, a deeper idea based on a Zohar. The Zohar says that there is a magic formula for the greats, for Moshe Rabbeinu, it would have worked for others. You know, we might try this and it might not work, but we, it's a secret. It's a secret. Moshe Rabbeinu, Allah v'ashalom, ha'isalo Kabbalah al-tfilah. Moshe had a Kabbalah, he had a, he knew a secret, that if he uses the word na, which we usually translate as please, if we use that twice, his tefillah will automatically be answered. If Moshe Rabbeinu, the one who perfected himself, as much as a human being can perfect himself, Uses the word not twice, so that fila will work. He had that misora and v'shamati od and says the gra. He also heard that which it says Masecha Shabbos that the malachim after remember the end of the story where Moshe Rabbeinu was arguing with the malachim that the malachim want to, to keep the Torah in Shemayim and Moshe Rabbeinu says no it has to come down to us and Moshe is very scared. 
And Hashem says, answer them. And don't be scared. Hold on to my Kisei coven And answer them. And Moshe goes through. Did you go out of Mitzrayim? Which is also in Yana, uh, this week's parasha, that whole Gemara. You can go through that Gemara at the Shabbos table this week too, because it's about Aserah Sadibros. Moshe says, did you go out of Mitzrayim? Do you have other gods? Do you get, you, are you in business with each other that you might swear falsely? Do you keep Shabbos? Do you have parents for keep it of the aim? Lo signo, lo, all of, all the Aserah Sadibros. And at the end, the Malachim are Modeh. Right? Not for now. What was the Havamina that the Malachim had? But at the end of that Gemara, it says that the Malachim all gave Moshe a bracha, and even the Malachim Mavis gave Moshe something. What did the Malachim Mavis give Moshe? So it says the Grad this secret, that if you say the word not twice, the Tefillah will be answered. So that, therefore, says the Gra, Moshe used it when it came to Miriam. Kel na, rifa na, la. Right? The shortest Tefillah on record, five words, but two of the words were the same. Kel na, rifa na, la. And it was accepted right away. So now when Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to go into Eretz Yisrael, what happened? What did he say? He says, no. He says, no, number one. Time number one. What did the Kaddish Baruch Hu say? He says, stop it. He wanted to say, Hashem didn't let him. Hashem says, don't say that. Uh, don't put me in a position that would be very difficult. Hashem said to me at that time, this thing, what's this thing? Not just this topic, this word. Don't say it again. That's the ode, right? You could ask the question. What's the ode? Say, don't talk to me. What's ode? Don't say that word again because that will put me in a difficult situation. Okay. There's also a footnote in the Gra. I didn't, I didn't uh, quote it. We can look in the footnote in the Gra where he quotes Rav Ruderman with uh, Hosafa to this, but uh, we'll move on for, for now. A question that we've dealt with a number of years ago. Now we move on to the beginning of Perak Dalid, where Moshe says, and again, as we mentioned the thought from last week, it's so true, as we go through this whole Sefer, this is a very emotional Sefer where Moshe Rabbeinu is giving the pep talk of his life, and a lot of the psukim are chizuk. It's a safer musr, as we saw last week from the Tal Echaim. The Atah Yisrael, Shema Lachukim and the Mishpatim. Listen! Listen to the Chukim and the Mishpatim. You'll live this way. I'm giving you the secrets to life. Listen. And what does he say? Do not add on to the Torah. Don't add on. Rashi quotes the Israel Baltosif, five parshias and Tfilin, five minim and the lulav. And also, don't take away from the Torah. Don't add on, don't take away. The Isurim of Baltosif and Baltigra. Don't add on and don't take away to guard the mitzvos of Hashem that I command you. Question number one. How do you read the Pasik? Don't add on and don't take away Lishmar. What do you mean the Lishmar? If you add or take away, you are not being Shomer. What does it mean? Don't be Mosif or take away Lishmar to guard as mitzvah Hashem Alokechem. Just how, how, what's the syntax? How do you read the Pasik? Question number one. Question number two. Next Pasik. And this is the question that we dealt with a number of years ago from Rav Chaim Shmulevitz, but here we will have a different suggestion. The next Pasik. Moshe says, Your eyes saw. 
What Hashem did to those who worshipped Baal Pa'or. Any man that went follow Baal Pa'or, Hashem destroyed. What is the connection between Baal Tosef and Baal Tigra followed quickly the very next passage with Baal Pa'or? Baal Pa'or, a disgusting of Odazara that they used to worship by, by uh, defecating in front of it, by going to the bathroom in front of it. What is that? What does that have a, anything to do with Baal Tosef? And then the very next passage, Good. So well, how do you? What is the flow of the pasuk in pasuk Bays? and what's the connection to Baal Pa'ar? So there's a suggestion by the Be'er Moshe. The Be'er Moshe is Moshe Chiel Epstein, also known as the Azarov, is buried in Bnei Brak, as follows in his Sefer on Sefer Yehoshua. He has Sefarim on Neviim Rishonim, as well as on Torah. So there in his Sefer on Yehoshua, I gave it to you quoted. It's quoted in the Kamotzi Shalal Rav on Yehoshua over there at the end of Sefer Yehoshua. If you remember. After Reuven and God and Chazi Shevet Manasseh do exactly what they were supposed to do, they kept even more. They said they were going to stay with the rest of Am Yisrael in, uh, as long as they have to, to keep fighting for the seven years of the Chiluk, and they even stayed 14 years. They said for the Kibbish and the Chiluk, and at the end of Sefer Yoshua and Perachov Beis, they say, they bid farewell to their brethren, and they're going back. They hadn't seen their wife and children in 14 years. So they bid farewell, and they start going back. And what do they do as they get to the Yardin right before they cross eastward? They build a big Mizbeach. Build a big Mizbeach. And the rest of Am Yisrael hear about what they did. And all of a sudden they're like, uh-oh, what are they doing? What are they building a big Mizbeach for? What are they, are they having? It's an Israel of, of a Bama? What are they doing? And the rest of Am Yisrael get very upset at them and they send Shlichim to find out what was going on. What was the message quoted in source number five? What are you doing? Violating and rebelling against Hashem. By, by transgressing and going away from Hashem. You're building a Mizbeach to rebel against Hashem. Right? You, don't, you want to have a Mizbeach there, not, not our Mizbeach. Hama'at lanu es avon pa'or. Pa'or wasn't enough. There was a plague. What's wrong with you? Again, Pa'ar is brought up. Why are they screaming them about Pa'ar for? What does Pa'ar have to do with anything? And they also say, Halo later. What about Achan who took from the spoils in Yericho? He violated. That's not enough. What is the Kesher here? Am Yisrael is screaming at Reuben, Gad, and Chatzishevim, Menashe. What are they bringing? The, so they're worried that they're doing Avodah Zarah? So scream at them. How can you do Avodah Zarah? What's this about Baal Pa'or? And what does Achan have to do with it? That's the Shiloh. What exactly is the rebuke that is going on here? So in the Torah, in our Parsha, what is the connection between Baal Pa'or and Baal Tosef and Baal Tigra? And in the end of Savior Yoshua, what is the connection between the behavior of Reuben and God and the rebuke that they received of, ah, you're doing Bapar again, and you're doing Achan. What exactly is going on here? So that's the question that's uh, mentioned in the beginning of source of source number five. So now let's turn over over to source number six on the next page. Elohim Va'er, Aleinu Lada, says the Be'er Moshe. We have to realize, Shechetam Shel Yisrael Ba'avon Pa'or, Lohaya Mishim Shiraz Avod Avazar Kipshuta. Most people who worship Baal Pa'ar, even though we know that the Gemara tells us in more than one place that the 
Chazal, the Antrika the Gadola, killed the, uh, the Yitzhahara for Avodah Zarah. That's why we don't have a Taiva anymore for Avodah Zarah, for real Avodah Zarah. But even then, it's very hard for us to fathom that somebody would have a Taiva to go to the bathroom in front of an idol. No, what kind of Taiva is that? So, Elah Adarabah, most cases, and we'll see the story in the Gemara in a second, Bez Hashem, they were have Kavana to be Mavaza, the Avodah Zarah, but they were still held accountable. Why? Ela Adaraba. Is Jews used to go and go to the bathroom in front of the Avodah Zarah because they thought they said, oh, I'm going to figure out the best way to mimivaz this Avodah Zarah and that's what they did. But really, because they decided based on their own logic, their own intellect, Power, they don't know all the halachas of Avodah Zarah. Somebody who does this, that's exactly how you worship this Avodah Zarah of Baal Pa'ar. But they said, no, we're being mavazit. But really, they weren't being mavazit. They were doing exactly what the Ovde Avodah Zarah wanted. Lamanu, what do you see from this, this phenomenon? If we follow our own seichel in all areas of religion, then we can end up doing just the opposite of what we want to do. Shakol haholich achas, this is like Korach. Or the common sense. You know what we have to do? We have to do the mitzvahs, what the, what the Torah tells us, and what Chazal tells us. And we have to use our head in situations where we have to apply the principles of mitzvahs and averas. That's true. But we can't make up our own mitzvah, our own avera. How, do, how should I be revised this about Azara? Because I'll tell us how to do it. And this is the tragic story in the Gemara Mesechah Sanhedrin. The Gemara tells us, he quotes it, line 11, Maisa Basarta ben Alas, there was a certain Jew that was a taxi driver. Shizku chamorol and achras achas. He was, he was, he was the taxi driver. He was the donkey driver for a certain non-Jewish woman. Kivin shigila pa'ar. Once they came to the Avodah Zarah pa'ar, she said, you stop for a minute? You can keep the meter running. Amralo. Hamtin liyashaykhan say, just wait here. She went out, she's like, thanks for waiting, and then the Jew, the Jewish donkey driver says, okay, now my turn. Now you wait for me. Aren't you Jewish? What do you care? What do you, what do you care? He was going to be mevaze. He went to the bathroom, even wiped himself on the nose of the Avodah Zarah. And he was like, I was Mavazas Avodah Zarah. But the servants, the priests of the Avodah Zarah were there and they said, wow, that was amazing. There's never been anybody that worshipped the Avodah Zarah as well as you did. Disgusting. But why? what was the root problem? The problem was that he took it into his own mind to decide how to worship the Avodah Zarah. Says the Al-Sheikh, that's the pshat of the psukim in our parsha. What's the connection of Baltosef and Baltigra? Don't be Mosef and don't take away. Why would somebody add on a mitzvah? Why would somebody take away a mitzvah? Because they think, you know, this is the way to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu, And this is the best way. They'll take it away, they'll do it. That's how you read the Hemshech of the Pasuk. Don't add on and don't take away Lishmar to keep the mitzvahs because you think this is part of Avodah Hashem. You think this is part of Shmira. Line 24. Haksuvim mevuarim lahafli. The Pasukim work out beautifully. Shari mevuar shagam avon pa'ar. That's exactly what Baal pa'ar was. Using our own intellect. 
in order to make decisions about what to do in certain situations. They think they're doing a great mitzvah by disgracing pa'or. What do you see from pa'or? What do you see from Baltosev and Baltigra? Realize, Pa'ar teaches me. You think you're being Mosef something good? No, no, no. You're being Goreya. Sofo she yachshov ala aveira she mitzvah. You'll think an aveira is a mitzvah. Mitzvah is an aveira. Umitoch she yachbala hosef misichlo. Balacha goreya. Ulubasov nechshav ba aveira. The mix-up. We discussed many times. The Chavis Chaim's words. Many times mitzvahs dressed up as a, the Yitzhahara makes mitzvahs look like Averas, makes Averas look like mitzvahs, makes us stay up till two in the morning learning Torah, and then Mishachras the next day. We have to make sure we know a mitzvah is a mitzvah, and an Avera is an Avera. We can't let the Yitzhahara pull the wool over our eyes. And that's exactly what happened with Achan. Gam Achan, line 32. Why did Achan take from the spoils? Not Stam, because he wanted spoils. Because he was going to give it. He was going to be mocked to shit. The answer is you can't make up your own rules. You can't make up your own rules. And that's exactly what the rest of Am Yisrael thought that B'nai Rud and, uh, Ruvain and God were doing. They thought that, oh, they, they're serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but in their own way. They're building their own Mizbeth. They're going to be far away. They don't want to schlep the whole way back. So they want to make sure that, uh, you know, they they weren't creating their own rules like in Pa'ar. That's why they screamed to them so harshly. And the answer was, they're just doing this as a, as a Zikaron. They're not going to worship this. They're not going to be Makriv on here. And therefore, they don't have to worry. But the root is the connection between Baal Pa'ar and Baltosev and Baltigra. In short, not exactly the same point, but in short, that's what the Klayakar says as well in in our in our parsha. In source number eight, turning over, the Klayakar also says that what the message of Baltigra, it's not really yes, we count it as two separate los, uh, mitzvos, Baltosev and Baltigra, but really you could read the pshat as a one phrase. Don't add on because by adding on you will be taking away. Call Hamosif. Goreya. It's really a Nasinas Tam for the Baltosif. And that's the uh, problem. And then he says maybe that's the connection also to the to the hitting the rock, which comes up right the, before, as we discussed, because Moshe was Mosif by hitting, and that was Goreya, what was there beforehand. Okay. Let's continue. Says the Torah now in Vaschanan, we have the second rendition of the Aseris Adivris. Second rendition. In terms of mitzvos, all of the Sefer mitzvos count the first Pasik. There's only one additional mitzvah counted in the Aseris Adivris in Vashanan, and that is Lotis Ave. Lotis Ave, right, we have uh, Losach, what counted earlier, but Lotis Ave is only in these Dibros, and that is counted separately by the, by the Moniha mitzvos. Good, but let's focus on Dibur number five. And that, of course, is Kibbutz Aim. So much to talk about in Kibbutz Aim. There's a Medrash. There's a Medrash. If you look in source number nine, the Osros HaTorah, back in Parshas Yisrael, quotes a Medrash about Rabbi Yeshua ben Elaim. Yeshua ben Elaim is quoted in Satan the Meal Tzedaka and others. He had a dream. Yeshua ben Elaim, one of the Gdoli Tanaim, had a dream. Higidolo b'chalom, samach belibcha, sha'ata v'nana sakatsav moshavo. You are going to have a great neighbor, Rabbi Yeshua ben Elam was told in his dream, in Olam Haba, in Gan Eden. You're going to be right next to Nanas the butcher. You and Nanas are going to be tight. And he wakes up in a sweat. He says, what? Me and Nanas the butcher? 
Who's not as the butcher? I've devoted my life to Torah. I'm the God of Adore. I've done everything. And he's like, what's happening? Nanas. Shemiyom Amdi, Ayisi Tamid, Biyeres Koni. I've been in, I've been focused on Yeret Shemayim my entire life. Lo Amalti Yelab Torah. Lo Lachdi Dalad Amos Balotzitzes. V'Tfilin. I didn't go four Amos without Tfilin. Lo Ayo, I had 80 Talmidim. V'Yachshav Shkulim Masay V'Tarasi Makatzav. This butcher. So he's very depressed. But he says, okay, I have to find the butcher. I have to find out what's, what, the, what this butcher is, uh, is, uh, what his roots are, what his mahus is. He told this Talmidim, I'm not giving shear until I find out who this Nanas is. So, he goes from city to city. Nobody in his town that was named Nanas the Butcher. So he goes from city to city. Who knows Nanas? And he goes, and nobody, know, nobody knew. What do you need? What's the Godla door? He's knocking on the doors. Where's Nanas? Where's Nanas? Nobody knows where Nanas is. And finally, finally he comes to a city. Comes to a city and they say, sure, Nanas the butcher. And they send for him. And he's like, what? The, 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 Reb Shuaben, uh, Elam wants me? Forget it. No, they thought he's joking with him. Shuaben Elam comes himself. And now he says, What? What do you want? He's all embarrassed. He falls on his face, line 16. Why is the crown of the Jewish people coming in front of me? I have a question. He says, tell me, what do you do? What do you, how do you spend your days? I'm a butcher. A butcher, what? You do anything else? How do you spend your day? He says, well, I get up early in the morning. You know, I'm a busy day in the butcher shop. So I get up early. I have an elderly parents. They can't really help themselves. Before I come to work every day, I go there, I get them dressed, I give them food, I wash them, and then I come work. Shua ben Elam hears that and gives him a kiss on his head. He says, Baruch Hashem, I was Zoche. Of Nanas the Butcher. He heard Kibbutz Aim. He was Makpidon. So and and note Kibbutz Aim in Chazal doesn't mean saying thank you when we're little. Kibbutz Aim. All the examples are given of states where a child is ma'achil mashke malbish, which means the parent is in a state where the parent cannot do that for themselves. That's real Kibbutz Aim. So this is Kibbutz Aim, and Nanas the and Yeshua ben Elam was calmed. What's the secret? Of Kibbutz Avayim. Why was he so happy and calm once he heard that? There are many messages. I'd just like to mention one. And that's from Rav Dessler. Rav Dessler in the fifth volume of the Mechtam Eliyahu, in Torah's number 10, writes an unbelievable idea about Kibbutz Avayim. He points out, Right, and we know Kibbutz Avayim is on the first Luach. Assuming that there's five and five as all the Midrashim assume, it's on the 5th, it's on the Ben Adam Lamakom side, and not the Ben Adam Lachavero side, with all the questions of why is that, the Sefer Achinuch and others. Says the Mechtem Elio, Hashem could have created the world in a way that there are no parents. Hashem could have created man from the ground, just like Adam came from the ground. So man would come be born, we would all be born from the earth, and we would all exist. And there wouldn't be a need for parents. Why did Hashem not do that? 
Why did Hashem not create history with Adams? He dafka created man, and then there are children, and then there are offspring. There's a parent-child relationship. Why did Hashem create the world like that? Says Rav Dessler, because if we wouldn't have a parent-child relationship, we would have no inkling into the God-man relationship. Why? When we see a parent and a child, we realize that there's a relationship of total giving, where a parent gives and gives at his most nefesh without getting anything in return, at least for the first couple of years. Right? We're giving and giving and giving and giving is such misira from one being to another being. If we wouldn't have that model, we would never be able to start fathoming and comprehending what is the relationship between a bore and a nivra. Having parents, having that relationship in the world gives us an inkling into the relationship and what HaKadosh Baruch Hu has done for us. Unbelievable. We would have no idea or understanding, no start of an understanding about all the goodness Hashem does for us. Or not for the fact that we see the chesed that parents do for their children. If not, we would just think, we're it. If we were born for the ground, who, who does anything for me? I do it myself. As we see that we came to the world through with parents. Without the parents, we would not exist. Not only would we not exist, we would not be educated, we would not grow up properly. This is a model. This allows me to then understand the next step. Through my parents, I could see HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's why it's on the first Luach, and that's the secret of Kibar Ava'im. Kibar Ava'im is the mitzvah, is the reality that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is existent and is mefarnes and is mechaya the world and is mechaya me throughout throughout my life and that's what the Rav Yosef said in Mesechas Kedushim when his mother walked in Ikayim Mikami the Shechina das Taasya the Shechina is coming in we see many comparisons between Kibbutz of Haim and Kfod Shamay so that is a Rav Dessler that tells us the secret of Kibbutz of Haim okay now let's get to Shema. Perik Vav, Pasuk The first parsha of Kriyashma is right here. We have the next parsha in the next, uh, the next, uh, parsha next week. We already had the third parsha in Parsha Tzitzis. That was in Sefer Bamidbar. So, it's out of order. Tzitzis comes first, then Shema, and then Vehaya. So we have at the beginning of the parsha, beginning of the section, Shema Yisrael Hashem Alkin Hashem Echad, and the Ahavta is Hashem Alkech. Avas Hashem. Es Repinkus. If you look in the Hagdama of the Chafetz Chaim, to his Sefer Chafetz Chaim, he lists off all the many assays and los assays that one will violate or fulfill by violating, by speaking Lashon Hara, not speaking Lashon Hara. So if somebody speaks Lashon Hara, not only is there an Isser of Lashon Hara and Rechilus, but if somebody does it against their parents, it's a violation of Kibbutz of Aim. And if somebody does it against a Kohen, he's violating Vikidashto. If somebody does it against a, a Zakain, they're violating Vadat of Anizakin. And he goes through all of them. And included in the assays that one violates 
when one speaks Lashon Hara, the Chavetz Chaim says it's a violation of Yerat Shemayim. Violation of Yerat Hashem. That is included. Violation of that. Ask of Pincus in the Tefer Shimshon. Why not also Avas Hashem? Those two usually go together. There's Yerat Hashem and Avas Hashem. Right? Two of them is Tmidios. Right? So if speaking of Hashanara is violating, I don't, I'm not fearing Hashem at that moment. I'm also not loving Hashem at that moment. I'm also doing something against uh, other uh, creatures, other brios. So ask the Rav Pincus. Why does the Chavetz Chaim only mention Yirat Shamayim, but Yirat Hashem, but not Avas Hashem? That's his kasha. Says Rav Pincus, are you sowed in terms of understanding what is Yirat Hashem according to Rov Moni HaMitzvos? And what is Avas Hashem? Again, there are many different levels of Yeras Hashem and many levels of Avas Hashem. But in terms of the formulation of the mitzvos, says your Pinkets, look very carefully. We have to study what the Rambam says by each one. Says your Pinkets, the Rambam in Sefer Mitzvos and Yeras Hashem focuses on Averos. Focuses on, we have to not do Averos. And that way will show that we are in awe, scared of an Onesh, scared of Hashem. Shetzivanu, we quote the Ramam on line 11. Shetzivanu laha amin yerasov yisale uli fachin mimanu. Velo nihi ekakofrim ahochem bishuiz libam ubekeri. Avonira biyiras onsho bechal es. We have to fear punishment. We have to follow in his ways. It's focused on maisim. Hainu, line 14. Yerat shamaimi as zehira shalolios mori b'malchus. I shouldn't rebel against God. If somebody violates Avas Hashem is different. Maybe it's an even higher, more difficult state. But Avas doesn't mean to do the mitzvahs. It's not parallel. Yerat Hashem means don't do Averus and Avas Hashem means do the mitzvahs. No. Avas Hashem is, what does the Ramam say? It's a feeling. It's a recognition. Not always just translated into actions. It's to love Hashem. To love being his creature. To love being his Eved. Ulafizeh, therefore, says Rapinkus, when somebody does an Avera, he's violating the Aresa Because fearing Hashem and fearing the Ones should prevent me from doing Averos. And if I violate, so then I'm violating Yeras Hashem. But it's not Avas Hashem. Avas Hashem is not exactly parallel. Avat Hashem is a higher level, like the Raman talks about at the end of Hilkas Shuva in the 10th parak. Avat Hashem is, is a feeling, it's a recognition, it's a, it's a mitzvah bifne atzma. It's not dafka connected to anything that one does. An outgrowth of Avat Hashem might be, um, you know, doing all the mitzvahs because I love to be his Evid, but it's not included in the mitzvah itself. So says Rav Pinkus, when we think about the mitzvah of Yiras Hashem and Avat Hashem, Yiras Hashem relates to not only a recognition, but really, it part of the mitzvah are actions or inactions. Masha'enkin, when it comes to Avas Hashem, it's more independent, it's separate, it's a recognition of HaKadosh Baruch Hu per se, not related to actions uh, right away. Okay, again, there's a lot more of Avas Hashem and Yeras Hashem, but we'll leave it at that. Two more points for the for the evening, one a smaller point than a, than a major take-home thought. Perak Bav Pasuk Tezayin. Bav Tezayin. Pasuk tells us that there is an Isser to test God. Now let it test Hashem. Lo sinasu as Hashem alokechem. Again, counted by a number of the Rishonim as a mitzvah as lo sase daraisa. 
Do not test Hashem. Lo don't dare Hashem. Oh, I'm going to do this if blank. No. Lo Don't test HaKadosh Baruch says the Torah. Why not? Why shouldn't we test Hashem? Why isn't it a good idea? So three short ideas in the Rishonim. Each one is deep and requires its own analysis. But just to mention, three ideas. Why is it not a good idea to test HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Says the Sefer HaChinuch. What are we going to test Hashem? Give me this if I do this. And of course, we're not talking about the staka. Staka is the exception to the rule, but right, the Nabazos, the Gemara says in uh, in Tainus, But by most areas, not on a test Hashem. So the, each each one is uh, somewhat straightforward, but each one has a different emphasis. The Sefer Chinuch says because schar for any of our actions is not an olamazeh. Schar is an olamaba. Says the Chinuch on line twenty-eight. The Tam Israel Yisrael v'Mitzvos Mepreisha Schar Mitzvos Eino Ba'Olamazeh Kamosha Darshu Zecharim Lavracha Bereish Mesachas Avodazara. Like the Gemara says, the beginning of Avodazara Hayom La'Asosam Ulamachar Klomer La'Olamabala Kabal Scharam Lito Scharam. So you can't expect to test Hashem, give you something, because there's nothing that you're going to get in this world that can parallel what you're doing. You're doing something good, great. You'll get it in the next world. Hashem cannot give you like the mitzvahs of the Perkei Avos. You can't. Meaning, there's there's nothing in this world that could come close to being schar for a mitzvah. So that's why you can't test the Kodesh Baruch because it's not, you're not going to get anything. The Ramban turning the page in source number thirteen. The Ramban says you can't test Hashem because Hashem has a certain natural world, perfect natural world that He created, and He doesn't like to mess with it, so to speak. Once in a while, for the good of the nation, Kriyas Yamsuf, Makas Bechoros, he'll change nature. But, says the Ramban, he doesn't like to change nature for individuals. Ki Sham, says the Ramban, Ki is Slam, where it's underlined, Ba'ozozu v'mofsim, Ki Moshin Navi Hashem, V'dvar Hashem V'fiyumes. Once it was proven, through all the miracles and all of the process, getting to Eretz Yisrael, Ein Roy Lasos O Shum Davar Right? It's not appropriate to do more tests. Va'osakin. Again, we're not going to get into stories in Tanakh where people did ask for a sign, did ask for a test. Okay, that's true. Gidon and Yehonah son. Okay, we're not going to get into that right now. Va'osakin says the Ramban. Einenu Manasa Navi Rak Hashem Yispar Chum Manasa. Well, that's Hashem Hashem Tikser. If you ever ask a Navi for a sign. So you're asking a sign from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem doesn't like that. You can't test. Why? Hashem doesn't like to change the world. So different than the, than the Chinuch. The Chinuch is that your schar is an Olam Haba. This is, they go together, but it has different emphasis. The Ramban says Hashem doesn't like to do Nisim in this world, to change nature. Number three says Rabbeinu Bachai. You might get your answer, but not realize it. Because we don't always know what's good for us and what's not good for us. So you might say, Hashem, do something good for me because I did this mitzvah. And you might get something good for you, but we don't realize that it's good for me. Because who knows? I want to see if I make this deal. I'm going to, I'm going to learn 10 Mishnayas and I want to see if Hashem makes this deal successful. And the deal doesn't go through. Maybe it was better for me not to have this deal. Maybe if I make this deal, it's going to lead to something else, which is bad. 
That's why. We have to serve Hashem out of love. Doesn't matter about the future. Sometimes there'll be tsarists, there'll be difficulties. Everything is b'mishpat. But the one who is judged, meaning us, we are too foolish to recognize the ways of Hashem. So that is why it is inappropriate to test HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So three ideas. The Chinuch, Olam Haba, the Ramban. Hashem doesn't like to change the world. Nisim and Rabbeinu Bachai. We don't know what's good for us, so we might be getting our answer, but we don't realize it. Okay, to wrap it up for tonight, we're going to have a major, a take-home Ksava HaKabbalah. Rev Mecklenburg tells us a mitzvah pshat on the mitzvah of mezuzah, which we have twice in the Torah, as we know the two parshias in Shmanva and the uh, and Vahayim Shemoa. But we have right here in our parsha Perak Vav Pasuk Tes Uchsavtam Al Mezuzos Beisachu Vishorecha. Says the Ksav Kabbalah. Question: The bracha that we say when we put up a mezuzah, Asher Kedusanu Mezuzah Besivanu Lekvoa Mezuzah. What is a mezuzah? A mezuzah is a doorpost. So, when we put up a mezuzah, are we putting up a mezuzah? We call it a mezuzah. But the mezuzah is the doorpost. So, we should, the bracha that we should say, l'kvoa Hashem ala mezuzah. What do you mean, l'kvoa mezuzah? What do we, we have to setting, the doorpost is set already. What, what kind of lashon is that? Right, mezuzah says, l'ksava kabbalah hushem l'lechi hashar v'habais makom k'fiyus parshios elu. It's the place where you're going to put the parshios. Imkain ba'amareinu l'kvoa mezuzah chaser ikar hadavar mazenik v'habalechi. We say to be kovea mezuzah. You're you're missing what you're sending. You're not being kovea mezuzah. The mezuzah is already there. Yes, we call the cloth, the mezuzah, we call it that, but don't go by the jargon of people. Chazal go by the mahus. So we should say a proper lashon. What's the shorish of the word mezuzah? Mezuzah is from the word zuz, to move. They say money is called zuzim because it moves from one person to another person. Mishorish ziz, in yane tnua, eno zuz misham. He didn't leave there. Sheme yaziz afar. Maybe he will move dirt. Right? They're called. Balechayim, Hamisnoim, right, our Kumimakam Lamakam are called movers. The doorways, the doorposts are called Mizuzos because that's the place where people move through. Two ways. Either because the door moves, or people move through. People go through there. Says, the Ksava HaKabbalah. Vitzivanu Hashem, line 14. Hashem said, put my name, put a reminder at these places of movement because life is movement. Life is constant movement between the guf and the neshama and which will overpower which. And you need to be koveya your movements. Apiatora. Likvoa mezuzah. 
I need to set my movements. I'm being koveya these doorways with Kedusha because I need to be set all of my doorways, all of my movements with Kedusha. That's Sivano line 14, Hashem. Shebechotinu asenu nikvabil vavenu achdus Hashem. Yavasa, the Kabbalah's mitzvosa. Ki adamu baltinu atimidus. We're constantly moving. Mishnei ikarim hafuchim. Mechomer we nefesh. Hashem tluyim atov ha'ra. Good, bad. Chomer nefesh. Ki mitzah nafsheh hu notel atov. Our neshama is pulling us up. And our physical is pulling us down. We're never exactly the same. Sometimes up, sometimes down. Parts of Shemona Esrei we're into it. Parts of Shemona Esrei we're not into it. Line 24. So the Torah comes along. The Torah tries to uplift the, the nefesh. The Torah tries to uplift Put Shem Hashem, in the spot of movement. So you, we, should all put Shem Hashem in all our spots of movement and recognize and realize the message for us. And he continues in source number 16. If this is what the message is, we understand, first of all, the bracha, line 6. Likvoa mezuzah, ratzalomar lasos, kfius tmidi, be koveya all of our movements. This mitzvah that I'm doing here is meant to remind us and to set all of my movements. But Derek, I'm not talking about the mezuzah that I'm nailing it to. I'm talking about the mezuzah in me. And if you think about it, then the mezuzah and tefillin are a team. Both. The tefillin's on me. The mezuzah is near me. It's all with the same message to set my ways, to set my kochos, all of my actions, to follow the derech of Hashem. Again, feel free to continue reading it, but just to read the end, the Rambam says, in Ilchad Mezuzah, this idea, a person has to be very careful in Mezuzah. Whenever you go in and out of a doorway, we have to remember Hashem. We have to wake up from the heavenly Asman. We go sleepwalking through life. And whenever we walk through and we see the mezuzah, we have to say, my movements have to be al piyatora. V'yedan, to remember, she'en sham davar ha'omei lo'olam, lo'omei olamim, el'idiyas olamim. We have to remember the only thing that lasts forever is recognition and connection to Hashem. And we will then come back to our spiritual senses. Let us all make sure that we take the message of mezuzah with us. The, the message that like we say, mezuzah, is shmira. It is shmira. Sure is shmira. We have to be shomer, our guf, and Shomer Anefej, and we have to be Koveya, the mezuzah, in our lives. Okay, we'll stop here.